So it's only going to hurt a little bit. <laughs> I'm not inviting you for dinner ever again. <laughs> right, well, you've got, your, you've got your wine. Right, you need to talk a little bit. Just, just like, kind of lean in, like how if you were to gaze into my eyes. Closer to the microphone. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. So this is what happens when you invite your daughter and son-in-law for dinner, and then they ambush you to record a subject on their podcast, which you had no preparation or notice of. For the purposes of the tape and the recording, I just want to say that I would prefer to have given you time to digest. Yeah, but I knew that if I if I tried to prep it, you wouldn't you would have found a reason to bounce, like bail out because it's an intimidating thing. It is having and you two stare at me <laughs> while I talk is very intimidating. <laughs> but you said earlier. I'll need red wine for it. <laughs> so you've got that. So I you're have fine. got red wine, yes. <laughs> okay, so this episode, and by the way, Mum, this goes out to like five people. It doesn't matter. I'm I'm quietly happy yeah. <laughs> that you have very little following, um, and this won't be broadcast nationwide. Right. Okay. So listen. As much as the other podcasts, which I really love listening to. My dad wrote a porno. Yeah. yeah well. And not all, and not all of us have such a anyway um, interesting father to write a porno. Okay, so this episode we're going to talk about people pleasing, mm-hmm. and this is something that I asked you a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, about if yes. you were to come on the podcast, what would you talk about? And you came up with this idea. Yes. So, what's that about? <laughs> no, I think what it is is you. I I would agree that you you have the disease to please because. I see that in myself as well, and it's something that I think Tom said that he sees in himself. Yeah. Yeah, right. And then, um, yeah, so we'll kind of go into... Yeah, so I I think that I've always had, uh, liked to have a, a big group of friends around me, and with that has come... Uh, a desire to be well liked within my my social group um, subsequently also with relationships there is a, a need to please and be um, you know the the most loveliest uh, yeah, partner girlfriend yeah, yeah, partner yeah, 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 yeah. wife ever do you think um, it so is it is it work is it in work as well do you think it's in every part of your life or is it like, yes. oh, I don't seem to have a problem yeah. in this area. All right, so it's everywhere. So when I and whenever I start a job, I always want to be known as the one that's easygoing, nothing's too much trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to show them the quality of my work, so then I go over and above. Um, and then you've set that yeah. expectation. So I, I rely on the validation of others, whether that be my partner, my children, my friends, or my ultimately my boss or my work colleagues that I'm I need to be liked yeah because I don't want to be known as the person that's uh, assertive or stands up for themselves or says no to anybody or is seen as being in any way negative but I do I would say though that you're not you're not a pushover though yeah like, I'm quite I to don't, say yeah don't I don't see like yeah not at all and actually there's been a few things I can not 
not that jumped to mind, but I just remember you as a, as a mum, like, standing up for your kids, like, with a teacher or, you know, like, I think maybe when it comes to strangers or, like, people you don't seek yeah, validation I from, I, I have real boundaries and, yeah. No, I, to... I am, I'm the queen of getting my money back if I <laughs> something. I, I am, I'm on the phone, Miss Complainer. I'm really bad with that, actually. Can I just, just quickly, um... I'm the Earlier queen of getting my money back, you know. This week, I went to Sainsbury's. This is a confession. You're going to go ballistic. Oh, so wow. I went to buy just a chocolate bar, and I yeah. was queuing up. And then because I was in the queue, so I I thought the chocolate bar was one pound fifty. Get to the till, and I see it's three pounds. What chocolate bar is three pounds? Can you just name the brand? What's going on here? Um, Lint, the hazelnut one. Okay. So wow. I felt absolutely swindled, but because I was in the queue already and had gone through all of that, I just felt compelled to actually pay for it. Mm. Sorry, why do you think I'll be angry? Is it because I haven't actually seen that chocolate no, bar? No, who pays you, three you, pound for a chocolate bar? No, yeah. like, <laughs> but did you buy it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So you wolfed that down in private. Well, yeah. you're not allowed to have I it work. anyway because it's got dairy in it, so you're not allowed that anyway, Sophia. No, I and and actually, I can be quite assertive, and some people might say quite rude when it comes to people that I don't know. Yeah. And you know, if it's for example, I had fifteen pounds taken out my bank account with Adobe, and I'd signed up for a free trial. I went through. PayPal, I was on Adobe on live chats, I phoned Halifax. You actually follow it Literally, through. I was a woman <laughs> on a mission and I didn't care who I upset in my quest to get my £15 back. The customer service but was nightmare. if you ask me <laughs> so with a friend who said, you know, I need you to get up at four o'clock in the morning and drive me to Luton and, yeah. Yeah, you know, I've got a flight to yeah, lend me £500 yeah. and my children, you know, all their various demands in life. And I know lots of um, children have demands on their parents, but it is this inane... Um, conscious thing inside me that yeah. I'm thinking I cannot say no to I anybody. I can't let them down. I mustn't let anybody down. I must always prove that I'm the, the easygoing, lovely person. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I need, in you know, moving forward, I need to be honest in relationships with people and say, yeah. actually, I wasn't really happy with the way that you said that or the way that you behaved when we went out or... And that doesn't make me a nag or a negative person. No. That just means I'm just, I'm expressing an opinion mm. as opposed to bottling it up and going, no, that's absolutely fine. That behavior was 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 okay. It's not yeah. okay. And it's okay to say that. Can I just say though, I'm not, I'm, I'm not the worst of, the, of your children when it comes to demands. Can I, can I just have that on record? No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> And actually, in, in my desperate um, need to please my children, I remember <laughs> I had this very small payout from this um, uh, bond thing that I I have invested. And I said to them, I'm going to, I've got £100 to give you. Would you like 100 kisses or £100? And they've both opted for the £100. No, I did not, did I? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't answer. So keep it. Don't worry about it. Anyway, so I decided to, but because one of my children, um, I I know his bank account off by heart in order to transfer money. Yeah. Um, I did have to actually ask Sophia um, what her account ended in 
because I you don't have been, that committed yeah. to memory. Yeah. So yes, you you are the, the least demanding of, right. of the children. Just wanted to get that on record. Yeah. Right. Okay. So when so do you think? Right. So this is something you've kind of maybe got. You've built an awareness around yes. over the years, and now I think in the last year you've really sort of sat with it and gone. Do you know yeah. what? This and doesn't I, feel right, and I need to do something about and I, it. I would love to say at the age of um, <clears throat> 40, 47 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're um, a child, and especially in a teenager, your social group and your standing within that group yeah, is so important. And and desperately wanting everyone to like you and of course you guys now you're just bombarded with social media and you know the whole texting thing yeah um and i'd love to say at my age that i don't care i don't you know what anyone thinks about me and i'm going to do whatever i like and you know screw screw all of you but there is still a part of me that's very much um, if I don't you're honest I, with yourself. I don't want to upset anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even within my workplace, I have a very senior job, and I still um, meet with people, and I'm spoken to in a certain way, and there's still parts of me that I would love to say to them. Do you mind? Yeah. I do you mind talking yeah. to you? Yeah. This is ridiculous. You know, I'm not standing for this, but I, you know, I, I you still, I do take it. Um, and that that can be an element of people pleasing. Do you feel like you're you're in those situations? You're buying into like the politics because I know sometimes that can put people in a position where they feel like they need to. Well, yeah, people please. I feel yeah, yeah. And you you can't. I mean, we're all we all need jobs. We all have bills yeah. to pay, and there is there is an element sometimes You've with within a within workplace a that yeah. that you feel that if you do speak out or you do say no or you you do assert yourself in some sort of way that you're going to lose your job. Mm. But actually, the longer that I'm in, you know, yeah, employment, in a, in a career, yeah. you, you people can't just fire you for standing up for yourself. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think now I've come to the realisation within in the workplace, I don't need to put up with that anymore. Yeah. Um, with, with regards to relationships, that's another you know a whole new ball game, and that's yeah. something that I will move forward. Like, and like work friendships on. as well. Yeah, friendships. I I told um, uh, you the story about when <laughs> I love her dearly, and I've known her for over you know, nearly thirty years. And it's when I meet up with her, it's where we sit is her choice, what we eat is her choice, where where we actually go is her choice, what time we leave, um, and that's yeah. just me being. But you've got into that kind of routine now yeah. where it's like, you've, you know, old dear friends that are used to, you know, yeah. oh, she's so easy going, oh, yeah. she's so accommodating, she's so great, she's yeah. so kind, she's so, 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 yeah. so. But actually, if you were to stand up for yourself now, it might be a bit jarring. It might be like, whoa, hold your horses. No, I know. Like, and, and that's kind of, and, and I've not created a persona that suddenly is going to be a, a great like, shock to friends. It's just going to be a bit more of actually i was i would like to to do this and i would like to eat here or i would like to go there and and, have you experienced anything that's like been potentially jarring to someone like if when you've put your foot down and you know it's just been like well um not particularly with friends because as i said i've i've always had friends and i've never really fallen out with them and and um but at work yes i have where where i've had actually i have turned around to you know my boss and gone actually no I don't yeah. think that's right I think this is you know but then there is the thing of 
they're shocked that I've said that yeah. and they're they're annoyed with me and then I'm I yeah. then, trying, then to trying to pull tra- back yeah, and then tra- I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. actually no you know I didn't I mean it like that yeah <laughs> you know although I don't agree with it I will still do exactly what you wanted yeah. me to do in the first place so yeah yeah so you know the um like kind of taking it out of the your your case kind of thing because like like I like I said it's like it's everyone on this table and many people you know that we know and whatnot have have the disease to please where do you think that comes from at a sort of broader level like where like where why do it, you think people yeah need why to do it? why is it a thing because i'm i because we all need somebody and and it, it still fills us with horror the thought of being ostracized from from a group so from a it, community is it kind of from, like wanting to belong in some has way has to be yes yeah because yeah. do you but also do you think it's um because part of me thinks it's learned behavior you sort of see how um your parent behaves or you see how things kind of pan out and then you think right actually and that's... i think there is a thing of in any society the person that sticks their head above the, yeah, the parapet is yeah, yeah. and that's why um in terms of if you have a group of um whoever children or adults bullying somebody yeah. it's very difficult to be the person that stands away from that group and yeah. says actually no i don't agree I don't with what we're doing because you're seeing us as being um you know slightly you, you're not going to be part of the group and you're 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 stepping away and then therefore you know you're scared that you'll be ostracized from that group and and i think that's that's another thing that's quite important in terms of a feeling of belonging is that is that even if, yeah. if what the the group or the um is doing is is not it's not aligned with your values yeah. or morals yeah. you're it's negative it's actually yeah, yeah. it's a, yeah. A, it's riskier for you yeah. to stand apart from it do you yeah. do you think you learned this behavior so in the same way do like did your parents have the ten- these tendencies or did you kind of learn it at school like how do you feel it came about because I don't think your brother is the same either. No, no, and I think the thing. And also, following that, yeah. so interrupt. Do you think it's a no, no? Following from that, do you think it's a gendered thing? Do you think it's a it's a because it, part of me thinks it's a it's a women thing. It's what women deal with. In some I think way. I think it is. It's it's. I think with men, it's it's very cut and dried in terms of their friendships. Well, I don't know. Oh, you, God, you no, I was about to say. I'm thinking. But in terms of like the, the disease to please, like I very much feel like I have it like in an abundance, like yeah. Um, well, where's it come out for you? Well, the main one would be um, working situations. Like I'm currently going through a situation where I have a grievance, but I don't want to speak up because I'm thinking about how it's going to play out. I'm thinking about the potential ramifications if I do, as you said, like yeah. you're putting your head above the parapet. Yeah. Um, you're going against the grain like I'm literally going to be going against something that's written in black and white that I signed up to which I'm not happy about actually airing that grievance and then thinking about how it's going to be perceived and and obviously it puts you in an awkward place but then equally if you don't say anything you're not comfortable with that as well and then it's just actually yeah what it does is it for me my people pleasing breeds resentment so I carry a lot of resentment where I have signed, like you said, like I've kind of signed up to these agreements with other people, with friendships, relationships, what you know, work, work life, and I 
I've signed up to the terms that I wasn't happy with in the first place. I've I've created this environment for myself where I'm now expected to do X, Y, Z at work or whatever, or I'm expected to be this kind of friend to somebody. They didn't ask me themselves. I've just put myself in that position, but now everyone's comfortable with it. And now I'm starting to get resentful about this person or this situation or whatever, because I've created this, this bar, this, um, I don't know, box for myself where I can't like break out of it and go, actually, like, I'm not okay with this and I'm okay with the ramifications of that. I guess it's one of those ones I feel like it's so much easier to not be a nice person than it is to be a nice person. Do you get what? Say that again. It's easier to be a not nice person than it is to be a nice person. I don't think so. Because, like, there's oft like, there's, when I think about if you're being nice or a good person, like, sometimes there's, like, sacrifice that comes part and parcel as that, like, as a part of that. Like, yes, you would like to do something, but then, you know, that if you... It's kind of... I'm basically, I'm thinking of, like, couples that argue with each other. Yes, you could argue about every little thing, but if you let some things go, you're thinking about the bigger picture. Yes. Like, basically, I, I feel like it's just not completely black and white there are times where you do need to bite your tongue and go against yourself for the for the, the, the greater the good yeah but then i think to but the point i'm saying about it being gendered is that i think in a, in a lot of place like in a lot of spaces where women are typically not very safe so yeah. like by yourself in a bar like you know all that kind of stuff we're trained to be yeah no i nice i acknowledge i, I can like, see talk to you know, talk to the to the, to the creepy man so that yeah. you, you don't piss him off. You know, that but kind I of thing. I think also, as you say, maybe it's gender-based when you're growing up and you're known as a nice little girl. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, and you do something that pleases an adult and they go, oh, you know... You're such a good girl. You're yeah. such a good girl. And then you, you think... And then over the the years, you you know, I, I'm, I'm known as a, a lovely person and yeah. fantastic yeah. friend and, you know, and, and it... As you say, it's not really even with my friends. Like, for example, you know, a partner that I met and I was this fantastic person and, you know, nothing I nothing was too much trouble. Yeah. But, of course, life, you know, you, you settled into a relationship and life, life, you know, kind of gets back to normal. And, you know, it's... it's where's that perfect person gone that I met? Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. it's like, because I can't keep up the, the, the facade, facade forever. Yeah. Yes. And that's... But that's their problem, though, to exactly. be... Exactly. No, yeah. but it's also... But no. What, but then yeah. I need to take responsibility for when I do meet somebody new that, that, that they are, you know, they don't see this at absolute yeah, angel that yeah. yes. nothing's too much trouble for and I will drop er- everything because ultimately I can't maintain that and then ultimately I get resentful as Sophia yeah, says yeah. and I, I you know I internalise so much stuff so it's that whole thing of like love me for flaws and all and, and I feel yeah. like if there's one area because we, when we when we saw Sophie earlier today she's you know she, um, we were talking about how we were gonna, you know, potentially talk about this, and um, you know, I said I, I like, I'm a real people pleaser, and Tom looked to me like I was like cuckoo crazy because he hasn't seen that side of me at all. I think the only part of my life where it doesn't come in is in my your relationships. All, yeah, yeah. It's, in your marriage, it's like I yeah. really, well, yeah. even when I met Tom, I was like, yeah. take it or leave it. This yeah. is this is all this is all I've got, like. Mm. And these are my terms, <laughs> like you know, this, these are the yeah. conditions I'm willing to yeah. to be in a relationship around. And 
and so he never saw that side of me that that I yeah. that I show in in the workplace that I show I mean we worked together but you weren't you weren't seeing like you know it wasn't in that close proximity where yeah. but yeah no I think like thinking about the so kind of here's a question so if if it was all to pay off you know like so the, you know I'm going to people please because I need validation because I need I need people to accept me I need to feel like I've got belonging if it was all to go if it was all to work out as planned then what 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 are you left feeling is it is it a sense of accomplishment is it a sense of right okay I I I do feel like I I can belong and I can relax now because if that really doesn't happen does it it's Wait, almost I like mean, this... if you go along with people pleasing or if yeah, you like if you, again... there's we all have this need to do well, it, right then... and then in some areas we're like right okay if I do this if I do this for her if I do this for him if you know whatever whatever then I'll get some peace of mind yeah. but actually what what I find is that it doesn't you don't get to the end of the rainbow it's not like if no. I do all of this stuff I'll feel better you end up just being on this treadmill of like okay next thing next thing it's like never really enough it's a survivalist mindset like you're literally just living to live for another day like just treat just taking it day by day like i can have peace now i can survive what you're not necessarily thriving i feel like the thriving comes from when you actually like draw out your own boundaries and do things on your own terms and if people are able to run with that then yeah you've got some happy medium but if you're literally dancing to somebody else's tune anticipating what that other person's doing adapting your behavior to that person like you going along with it might give you like some light reprieve and if you're able to keep that up then good for you but i feel like there comes a point in different times and different situations where you feel like you no longer want to go along with that so then in that in those situations like it makes sense for you to establish those boundaries so that you can thrive rather than yeah. just survive. And I think that that's really important. In a, a phrase I really like is "Don't do anything with a heavy heart." Yeah. Yes. So you can yes. you can be that lovely person that yes. drives to you know Luton at four o'clock in the morning because you you want to help a friend out. Really yeah. But if you're doing it with a heavy heart and you're doing it with resentment, yeah. then that's when you need to question why you're doing it. I, oh yeah. I think in terms of friendships and partners, that's something that you maybe can control, but but obviously in a workplace with a boss, it's mm. you, you can't say actually I don't want to I don't want to do this assignment. It's a heavy heart, and I don't feel I want to do it. You can't do that. But There's I think so many in, projects in I where you feel that in your in your own kind of private life that you have got choices that you can make if you can do it with with a sense of i actually want to do this then then that's absolutely fine and you know i'm i'm by nature i'm a very vivacious generous person i am always and i I want to do that for people i I like to make people feel good but then i i'm quite happily can say to you that there's often situations where I'm doing something and I'm going I I don't know why I I'm can doing think this. of yeah. um, all the cheesecakes that you've baked over the years yeah. because you <laughs> you're really good at baking but you know you bring you maybe brought in one cheesecake yeah. into work as yeah. a nice gesture and then next thing you know you're baking like yeah. every weekend a cheesecake yeah. weekend for you know yeah. some some affair for a school or you know yeah. all kinds of things 
there, there is there is some. I mean, and I never got a slice. Can I say she never actually made? She no, didn't make two. You know, to, at least yeah. make at least make one extra. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As if making one is easy enough in of itself. Well, she's very talented. They she always do it very easy. Say <laughs> they never got any of my baking. <laughs> but I think it's also as you say, like it, it, it's the whole apologizing for you know being. Being a person, you know, being a person, yeah. and you yeah. bump into somebody, they've bumped into you, and you're the one that's apologising, or you get on a <laughs> train and you time. feel bad because you're taking up space on a crowded train, and it's like you, yeah. you know, you, you have you have every right to be ask, walking yeah. this yes, earth as everybody exactly. else. So I guess can I ask you this? Because I I feel like I have a very unhealthy relationship when it comes to asserting myself. Typically, if I do go into that mindset, it's not in the it's unhealthy not, relationship with what like when okay so when i flip the switch and i am assertive or i've just oh, right. just like i feel like it's done with like a lot of venom and yeah i don't execute it in a in a calm peaceful in a calm state. peaceful way yeah yes. so i'm just thinking back to like when you're dealing with like a customer service but like <laughs> what's the mindset like because clearly it's like no take no prisoners but it's not i guess not done in like quite a angry venomous state I think like, that that has come with age and I think that has come with experience yeah. and that's come with when you do something often enough yeah she nearly ripped my head off because I told her we were we were paying the full rate for our virgin media yeah it's absolutely horrible. she said how dare you she actually wanted Literally, me to like we're about to go into the, the cinema phone. she wanted me to pull out my phone and call them and and <laughs> renegotiate the price yeah we do need to do that too. <laughs> Yeah, there, there, there is a part where you can be a little bit venomous, as you say, because yeah. you don't know the person. You're you're taking a superior attitude yeah. to them, um, but ultimately, I think that assertiveness comes from. I I think it comes from experience, especially yeah. if if money is involved and there's a sense of unfairness. Then, yeah, that, yeah. But I don't think so. Yes and no. I feel like you were you were like that just in your thirties. Like, oh no no I know and, and yeah. you know if there was a sense of justice or something I felt that wasn't right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but what I don't like is in my profession that I see a lot of children who don't have any respect for authority yeah yeah and yes yes regardless of of you know who, who they what are. um industry they're in um and I even though I you know if I felt that a teacher or whoever was was not being kind or fair to my child I would go in and and let them know about that but yeah. equally there's a sense of when they were right and they you know you have to respect authority so so yeah, yeah where do you so where do you draw the line then between like how raising raising kids to be able to stand up for themselves but also be able to respect authority and also what is the value of respecting authority in your mind like how does that I rate it really highly and I think there is um, you have to allow the person that's in authority to take on the role of educating your child or policing yeah. the streets etc um, you know I I never wanted to be the parent that went in every you know yeah. five minutes ranting and raving about you know some injustice that I thought had happened to my child so in terms of that's more of an assertive conversation as mm -hmm. opposed to a people-pleasing conversation. Yeah, but yeah. I think 
you're right. If I wasn't happy in certain situations, I there was no people pleasing element to. No, it didn't you know, didn't come to the surface no, whatsoever. No. Wait, just yeah. on that, in terms of like respecting authority, I feel like it goes to the. Is people pleasing the extension of respecting authority? Not like I sometimes like I think it's. Far? I sometimes I think it is necessary to have respect for authority because, number one, it allows whatever process is being enacted to like go f- go forward in a more seamless yeah, manner no, t- without not, resistance yeah, 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 yeah. and also as well if that person flops it's on them whereas because yeah. then they can't turn around and be like because of you you like slowed me down or you did something but then i f- also as well i feel like you can respect authority but then not feel like you have to surrender your own voice but this is what i'm saying is like how do you find a balance between like bringing up kids to to learn to do that I, I guess I guess the the proofs in the pudding, like you know, I I was raised to highly respect authority, but I also have a people pleasing problem. Whereas my brother doesn't respect authority, I don't feel like, it's a... like not really, and he and he doesn't have any qualms about standing up for himself yeah. or you know whatever. I mean, even if I have an issue in in a situation, he's like, well, why don't you say something? Like he looks at me like I'm stupid, but it's mm. like. It's not, and he says the same stuff to you as well. No, it? no. But it's like a almost part of me feels like it's a nature versus nurture thing of like maybe that's just yeah. who, like how we are and how we function, and it's like sort of up to us to address it versus what could have been done in our childhood. To yeah, I was gonna it. say, I feel like it's not as black and white as that because there are times where being submissive in a situation is good. No, it's so And, then there's, and yeah. there's other times where it's like, okay, you need to step up to the plate. And I feel like that just comes, as you grow older, you just have to become a bit more aware of it. And it's like, what worked before... On either end of the spectrum. Yeah. So like someone like, like my brother, who is like so far on the other end. Self-confidence. Yeah. needs yeah. to learn to... Allow someone to, to lead or right, respect right, right. it. And it's just, it's just, I feel like it's, I'm going to put it as I was going to say what worked when you were younger won't necessarily work when you're older or what yeah. works in one situation isn't necessarily going to and I just feel like the key is just always being able to adapt and just being like in touch with yourself and <laughs> all of that but just then, for if for yeah. example um, <laughs> just knowing what you want your brother was telling me and this this is a perfect example of how um, maybe all three of us would behave completely differently yeah. to him they went into some um, sales pitch and it was some fancy vi- client okay. vi- video link American whatever and it was this hours worth of kind of training sales training and everyone that came out the room the, the big boss was like saying to them as they came out the room how did you find that and everyone was going oh that's great it was like <laughs> so amazing I learned such a lot and obviously said to Zach what did you think and he said I think it was a little rubbish he said it was, it was, <laughs> I learned absolutely nothing and he, I think the boss appreciated the that fact that honest, this, honest, this yeah. wasn't helpful to me at all whereas the others were so people pleasing yes. in, in a work mode as not to say, oh no, I, I, I learned so much from him and you know, that was really inspired me and so not so don't upset the big boss. But yeah. Zach was the only one out of all of them that just had the you know, the chutzpah to, turn, yeah. to say, I, I didn't learn anything. This this was a waste of my time. Yeah. I've lost an hour of my <laughs> no, life, so I'll never get back. For me. And and that for me is I would love to be able to say that yeah, well you know I would say I feel like okay if that in that situation as you described it I feel like he's exhibited 
both both sides of the coin there. So yeah. he's and clearly he is the fruit of your loins. So <laughs> no, there's some, we... whatever's in him is somewhere in you. <laughs> I was going to say, no, like, so for example, he would have, like, respected the time and the situation. Yeah. So he's clearly, like, gone along with mm. the situation, but it still hasn't stopped him from feeling and right. thinking what he feels. And he yeah. felt empowered enough to actually say it as well. Yeah. Do you get? So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. he submitted to the to the process and he's yeah. also kept what yeah. he right. thinks and feels in, intact. But then also, I don't want to be, for example, if I'm running a training session, yeah. I don't want to be the arsey guy in the front row with his arms folded with a grimace on his face like going I'm being honest with myself and I'm just (laughs) you know straight away that this is a load of shit what you're delivering because then equally and I don't maybe want you know Sophia beside him with a big smile on her face going oh hi you know like the desperate people pleasing either and I think it's maybe for the assertive, you know, stroppy lot. Yeah. And then there's the, the people-pleasing marshmallows. I think if we can all try and find a little bit of a happy medium. Yeah, yeah. you have to meet each other in a yeah. way. Well, we can in certain situations. Be honest and say, actually, I didn't. that didn't really benefit me. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, I'm not okay yeah. with this restaurant. Or actually, or, you know... Yeah. No, I don't. I I can't meet you at six o'clock. Can I meet you at seven o'clock? And can we rather go somewhere that's closer to my house as opposed? Yeah. Just yeah. silly yeah. things like that, where you just don't feel that you're always the one that's bending over yeah. backwards for everybody else's needs and wants. Yeah, I just feel like people that have like that recognize that they need to step up in terms of like not people pleasing as much. I feel like they end up like running too far the other way in order to like Probably. try and overcompensate yeah my boss and it's just like my boss had a sit down with me yeah. last year and you were really happy with this she, she was like Sophia I just if you need to go, if if what would what I would love to hear is that it's reported that you punched punched the guy that you're having trouble with in the lift and didn't apologise and then I get a report back saying you know your employees punched someone in the lift I'd rather you do that then do what you're doing now. This is what, you know, she said that. She was saying, yeah. I that I would be delighted to see that you've physically abused... <laughs> she didn't say like that, but, like, you know, just the idea that what's witnessing me going to so many lengths to try and make someone feel better about my presence in a meeting or to going going to lengths to to make... to hope that they validate, that they feel like I deserve to be there... They don't. I don't report into them. They don't hold my salary. No. They're, they're just a colleague. But I'm doing all this sort of stuff, and I'm constantly agonising over whether they respect me as a person or a colleague. And like any sign that they don't, I'm, I'm, you know, going round and round in circles about it. And she just was basically pulled me up on it and said, "Don't like. I need you to go in the opposite direction of like that. I'm not willing to tolerate this. And actually, you're full of shit. And actually, I could punch you right now, sort of thing." She would rather but that. also in, but, if yeah. you are that if as you are a that, demonstration of of defi- of defi- I'm no longer going to tolerate this sort of behaviour in my, in in my life sort of thing. Amazing. No, no. I was going to say if you if you're always going to be that person that drops everything for that other person that's asking, you know, things yeah. of you, then they slowly lose respect for you, yes. and then you lose respect for yourself because you are 
the instant oh no that drop everything because obviously everything. what i'm doing has of no consequence it's of no Im- importance even though impact. my boss has asked me to do this and, and that, yeah. therefore you then will take advantage of me and therefore i can you know take the mick with you and i i'm losing respect for you um and then that in the workplace situation is the ultimate it is like the ultimate like what's the word like career suicide almost mm-hmm. it's like it, and it's hard to come back from it I think yeah. what I, what yeah. I what I'm starting to feel is like I've created this you know if you if you create this sort of persona that you're let me take ownership of this if I've created the, a persona for myself of like I'm really helpful I'm super helpful I'm gonna do anything you ask me to or you ask me for this random thing that you can go find yourself no no, no I'll find it for you yeah. instead oh do you need this by tomorrow you but you're telling me on Thursday p.m but you want it by Friday right okay no yeah. I'll drop everything I'll get it done for you by Friday absolutely oh you need it by Monday right okay I'll do it on the weekend you know no respect for your own workload no respect for what your boss has actually told you to do or like yeah. you know what's what stuff you've mm-hmm. already scoped out as important for that week and then you know that's when we kind of had a sit down and you know we were talking about actually the the wanting to gain respect from from other people by doing what they ask you to consistently only does the opposite yeah, only exactly. has the opposite effect of they start to lose like you said mum like they start to lose respect for your time and what's more important for you at work than time you need time to be able to produce quality work to, to you know create good outcomes and if someone's stealing that time away from you for yeah. their own benefit and there's it's not like there's a you know a thank you in an email doesn't do it does it it's, it's not like you can get that time back or 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 even you know it, it got to a point where I was missing deadlines on certain bits and bobs because I was helping so-and-so with something else completely yeah. random and like that's when it was a bit of a wake-up call of like right actually what's my actual job what's the scope of my role and how you know how much am I missing focus because I'm so so concerned about what so-and-so director thinks you know mm. these like big wigs yeah. and actually it doesn't it doesn't do anything yeah. for you yeah. um yeah, no, it's mad, isn't it? This might sound really, really dark. Um, you sound depressed when you're saying no, that. <laughs> no, because I know it's not the most positive statement in the world, but I just feel like if you do fall victim to those tendencies, it's only a matter of time until either you hit a brick wall and crash, or yeah. like basically it's not sustainable. Yeah. No. And at some point you will, I just feel like it will click in your head and you will get it and you will take corrective action Like if you're still able to like it's just i think also maybe it's it it might be correlated with like how how much value you are you are seeking or sorry how much validation you're seeking so i think yeah like whatever that breaking point is for you it maybe relates to how long you've been looking for this and that sense and i think also in terms of your own validation um people around you when you slowly but surely start to yeah. be a little bit more assertive yeah. and I think that's the kind of the flip side of people pleasing is a little bit of um, assertiveness is that people will be shocked and you might yeah. lose friends and yeah. colleagues along the way and and yeah. um, I know that in my line of work people will walk down three flights of stairs to come and tell me something and I that something's broken whatever whatever and I would 
in the past instantly jump up and go and yeah, yeah. Of, not even finish your email yeah, yeah. No, it's okay <laughs> i was like in the middle middle of a massive finance report but i'll go and sort out you know <laughs> yeah the block toilet the block on toilet floor three. On third floor yeah <laughs> um and now i don't i just i make a note thanks for telling me and i don't get up instantly and 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 it's like, oh God, you know. Aren't you busy? What's happened to the old that used to jump up and just sort everything out? You know, the Oracle that we went to for absolutely everything in our lives. And, you know, she's no longer there. She's She'll prioritize you and, you know. Yeah. Do her own thing. So, yeah. In closing off this combo, what are the. Because I think we're all aware of this in our own yeah. life and like what. When do you, what do you think you're going to do? What are the, the ways you're going to try and stop or ease out of the people pleasing? The disease disease? I think in terms of um, jobs and career and all of that, I think it, it is being aware of what my worth is within an organisation and what my job role is. And being really clear about yeah. that, yeah. I and think setting really good setting one. the boundaries Early on. for other people within the role, um, and who whoever I line manage or whoever I come into contact with, that um, um, you know, this is what I do, and this, and this is what this, I don't is, do. this is what I'm capable of giving you, and 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 being aware of that. And I think um, in terms of uh, my friends, it's 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 more a case of just gently. Um, because I think a lot of the stuff that I do with them, it, it's not causing me huge angst, but it, it's just maybe saying I... It's more of a symbol of yeah. what people-pleasing does to your life. Yeah, that it's, it, I no, would yeah. like to do this, this and this. And in, and moving forward with relationships, it's, it's the same thing, is, is just being very honest and communicating um, and just, you know, saying Well, how, I mean, yeah, because like what is... If I'm not happy with something, everyone's not always going to be happy with everything all of the time so it's nothing wrong in saying and that. you were always good at telling me all the time that you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea kind of thing like yeah. you always told yeah. me that and um that people having a problem with you is their problem it's not yeah. yours yeah but then i also did tell you in some situations to turn up to sit you know whatever events with a big smile on your face even if you don't want to be there mm. um, oh yeah totally and there was an element of you know just show up and and yeah, as I say, play ball in some areas yeah no, totally I think and that maybe wasn't always a good thing there's nothing wrong with actually saying i no i don't want to go and i don't want to be there and i right, don't right i that. see what you're saying i thought you meant like kind of like no, yeah. networking opportunity because you mean like events that i know i'm not gonna like but i have to because go anyway. i yeah because you that do so that often right, and i right. was more concerned about what people would think about me not going than me actually how I would feel about being there in the first place yeah so that's another thing just yeah. to be aware of that it's people's perception of you is completely different to what the reality is yes yeah, very yeah. Much yes. So. and actually more often than not they don't particularly care they probably wouldn't they, even have cared no. if I turned up or not but yeah. I was so wrapped up in it yeah I have to go I have to get up and get dressed and go out and you know whatever and and, and show my face and then so I, they can't be upset with me yeah. whereas I think if I was one of 50 people I don't think they'd even notice I was there in the first place so yeah, totally. that's that's another thing just to consider Tom what are you going to do to help your people pleasing mine's a two-pronged approach a two-pronged approach you know um so he's got the whiteboard out now <laughs> <laughs> I had it well one side of it is 
like I feel like the first thing is I need to be more in touch with what it is I actually want not rather than actually automatically going along with things because okay. I feel like that um with me I get blindsided so I'll get presented situations that I've not even thought of myself and because I've not even thought of it myself and here's this person that wants me to go down a particular road I will just more time than none just assist them in the way that they want to go down that road so will help them yeah i've not even yeah. in, i've not even informed my own opinion opinion of, of this situation and yet here you are and you're like full of zest and it's like what, what am i it's supposed just like to kind of like when you're asked to do like projects for like help people like give make videos for people yeah and, well, it could it, it yeah. can apply to different um situations so i guess somebody else's agenda yeah and yeah. i i think yeah that's probably like one of the sources of the problem for me is i just don't have an opinion on on a wide range of things like for for worse or whatever so yeah i need to get an opinion know where i stand on things get a stance and then the other thing that i'm really really keen to do because i i kind of hinted it towards it before is i know that i don't want to go from being in this position then to be going too far the other way in order to try and compensate that's a good point yeah Yeah, so i want to see if i can try and find some like um, I don't like the term role models, but like people that I feel that exemplify how to assert yourself in a. Why don't you like a, the term role model? No, because it's no, like you're in, putting, a, in a kind way though. They, they like a role model. Like, yeah, yeah, like because I'm not, not like trying a ball to. Breaker, I'm not yeah. trying yeah. to pedestal someone to say like they are like the. Oh, the that's, what the ter- perfect. that's what the term literally <laughs> means. You can say the word role model. Yeah. But, <laughs> I'm just being sensitive around it. Right. But yeah, just try and find like good examples of people that I feel like do have that balance where they're not too far the other way. That feels a bit more accessible for me because I don't want to turn into like some door kicking, passport slapping on your face, diplomat type of person. Like, or it's do you a, think, do you, can you already think of people in your circles or wider circles that you would like want to pick their brain on things? Or when we say about role models, because it's, uh, it's kind of hard to know who it's not like you can point to a celebrity or whatever that's like oh no they're really famous because they're so great at boundaries it doesn't have to be a a celebrated figure like there's maybe one or two peeps in my ad company now but I guess I'll try and find people like in my industry or I guess like on a personal level I'll see if there's like some people that I can think of yeah oh they've actually (laughs) got a really good approach to it but I want to try and identify um like healthy balanced assertive people that yeah. i can try and like i don't know replicate in some sort of way but yeah those are the two things like and have you got some people in mind that you yeah it's what i was kind of asking yeah like so i guess there's i don't know so you might remember there's that guy um whose youtube channel used to the designer guy um, oh yeah. yeah so he's a very chilled out calm person but it's he... not a podcast episode if tom doesn't mention someone on youtube <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this guy um just to give you a little bio about him so he runs his own des- um, design studio um and he's like i can't afford it his 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 energy is he's very stoic like nothing really troubles him um oh he likes he, he does workshops and gives advice to yeah to budding freelancers and on you know kind of creatives who but want to he, make a business yeah. and he, he gives them advice on here's the rates that you should be charging and here's how you should negotiate a price and here's how you should accept a deal or not you know here are the terms and 
Yeah, I feel like he's somebody that faces a lot of adversity, be it a client pushing back saying, we want to pay you this low price. And Mm -hmm. he has to stand up for himself himself. and his company and all of his people and still come off in a positive way. And is he older than you? Yeah, he is. So Yeah, and there's also that as well. Like, I'm just... I feel like if I was to take a bigger picture view of where I'm at in my career, I know I'll probably be facing this issue, like, for the rest of my life, but... I'm still technically like in the early days like I've only just gotten to a place where I can say I'm in my industry whereas before it was like let me in let me in let me in let me in it's like so uh, yeah hopefully it will come with time but yeah I will make a concerted effort to actually work on it and hopefully I I can get the balance I think it's just being aware of it and and, yeah yeah, just letting people know that you're you're there and you're you're hungry for it yeah and that you're not a doormat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you, Miss. Thanks for asking. Punch How someone in the lift. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna punch more people in lifts. Okay. Um, no, I think I I think the one thing I can think of that's doable for me is saying no more. Is just experimenting with that and just see what happens yeah. and not and I think that's my main thing is yeah. I don't wanna I don't wanna say no to an invitation to something or an opportunity or whatever because I'm scared that I'll, I would have let you down or um, I'm a bad friend or, uh, oh God, what else? What else are the things you tell yourself, all the negative things you tell yourself when you're in people-pleasing mode? But I think saying no more will be, if nothing else, just me defying it and just me doing little bits of, what's the word, like micro-protest, of like just protesting it here and there. And I think there are times in my life where I've where I've set boundaries but it's been too late almost it's almost like a shock like you said like comes as a massive surprise but equally my same boundaries is so far the other way where it's like I don't I I actually can't have you in my life anymore like Mm. it's actually really harmful for me to have you in my life because I'm I'm actually I've had enough almost and like that I don't think is healthy either where I've you know kind of removed people from my life because out out of like a mental health thing as opposed to yeah because exactly because I've let the situation get ahead of me and I've let I've let routine and stand and just kind of the um what's the word the just the norms sort of carry over and and at no point have I said actually I'm not okay with this can we do something you know and and then it gets to a point where it's like the it hit it rears its ugly head and I can't and I can't foresee a future going any other way. I can't I can't foresee this this situation shifting because I I've only ever known it to be the way that is unhealthy for me. So I it's I don't I don't want to get to that point ever again kind of thing. I want to be able to say early on to things no just yes. no and just see what happens, you know. And and or miss or you you make other suggestions and yeah and it can be kind it can be it can it doesn't have to be no and fuck you it can be like no but you know can we do something else can we do yeah or or just even but that's the thing too I don't want to get into you know here's my version of people pleasing where Mm. I'm gonna say no to this thing but I need to make it up to you Mm. I shouldn't have to make anything up to you Mm. I don't owe you anything so I'm gonna be able to just say no but I hope you understand, you know, not the, the answer is no, 
I still love you. I still da, 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 whatever the situation, you know, even at work, uh, I won't be able to turn that in for you. I'm really busy. I hope you understand. Right. It's not, you know, I don't owe mm. you a coffee because I mm. wasn't able to turn in a favor. Yeah. And it's just stuff like that yeah. where I'm, I just want to get more comfortable saying no. And being consistent at it. So it's not yes. a shock at the end. Yeah. It's like, um, what we learned about this thing, Brene, I know you, I know you don't like us talking about Brene Brown, but she talks about how Who's she raised Brene Brown? the, the woman who talks about choice theory oh, about lady. raising your kids in this psychological kind of way of raising kids, whether her husband's a psychologist and they raise their kids with choice theory where basically from an early age, as soon as they're able to kind of talk and convey that she gives them choices. So, you know, the screaming tantrum in the supermarket, she says, right, Billy Bob, whatever, you've got two choices. We either, you either stop crying and we carry on getting food and getting snacks, or we leave the, we leave the store. And the kid makes a choice, but she says, to your point, you know, that's like a really, it can be a really effective way of um, breeding empathy with your kid and understanding and, and discipline. But only if you make good on it. You can't, you can't do it one day at the grocery store. But then when you've booked a really nice restaurant and the kids kicking off and doing the banana, you know, she calls it, you know, when they like arch their back and whatnot, you have to leave the restaurant. You have to get it takeaway. You have to leave or don't order. You know, like you have to make good mm. on, and it can it can feel like it's inconveniencing you, but you have to be consistent with it. So uh, that just reminded me of that. That like some sometimes saying no, it's going to feel really fucking awful. Like I'll all the negative self talk of like you're a shit friend, you're a shit person, like, you know, you're you can't validate yourself, you need this validation. What what the world will collapse if you don't go to this thing or do this thing for this person or this colleague. That will still run in my mind, but it's just about like working through that, I guess. And some no's will be easier than others. And finally, any tips for dealing with customer service? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, state your case. <laughs> They'll try and uh, bamboozle you. Right. With... So with this Virgin Media thing, like, what? So what's your what's your gameplay here? So they, they upped our price. They because we're price. out of contract. Right. So what's what's the game plan? You threatened to leave. Okay. I found a better deal. <laughs> um, I have now left Virgin Media, and I've had <laughs> at least two phone calls a day begging me to come back and offering me about a quarter of the price of what I was paying before. Wow, we need yeah. to get on this. Can so, you pretend to be me and I just wanna I just wanna shadow you. But this calling. is the whole thing with contracts. People are complacent and it, the thought of actually shopping around and trying to get a better deal, most people will stay with somebody. But as soon as you threaten to leave, they're uh they'll come crawling they'll back. come crawling. And <laughs> I feel like they if, upped our limit as well on our internet because they probably know that we need to call them and they don't want us to run yeah. away just yet. Right? And it's for me, that's just just nonsense. But you've got you've got to persevere with all these things. Yeah. So I've um, been helpful in getting somebody their money back from Expedia, and they're notoriously. I got my money by... back. For, they are terrible. They took mm. money from me every week just because I took their test once or whatever it was. Are you talking about the holiday? Company? Oh, sorry, I'm talking about Experian. <laughs> Experian, but this is the problem with these um, free trials. With these, pe- yeah. with these companies that begin with EX. No, I'm telling these, you, they you, you get sucked into a free trial, and then the next thing is you think you've given. Wait, so Expedia is notorious for not giving money back. 
So yeah, it's and yeah. you and you sorted that one out for someone. I did, yes. And was that a people pleasing thing, or you were just determined that I that was, tapped into something in your core? That, that was, was like, a little bit of people pleasing, but there a was a little bit of, of my yeah, I was yeah, yeah. happy to get on the phone <laughs> and give them what for. Take no prisoners with them. No, absolutely like. not. And as you say, they're, they're full of they. They've got their own KPIs, and they desperately yeah. want to keep you. And then. You get these texts afterwards. How how we you know how did we service yeah. <laughs> rate us all of that. So you know they've got their own agenda there. But you know the, at see the end what of the you day, need to do, mum. You need to just take all this advice you're telling us about customer service and apply <laughs> exactly. it to your own people pleasing. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I should be in consumer champion yeah. rights or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, how thank you, you. How do you feel? It's no, a I'm pleasure. Kidding. I feel like I've talked the biggest load of trouble, <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure if I will help somebody, one of your three listeners, mm. I will be wow, a, a happy person. So. Well, there's three of us, so okay. <laughs> that doesn't add up. Um, okay. The <laughs> there's other, at least two more. Ones. Other two family <laughs> members that you've coerced into uh, anyway. listening and contributing. Yeah. Do you, feel, do you feel? Do you feel bad for it? I do. Thank no, you. No, do you actually? No, do. don't. No, don't bullshit. No, I am. I do. I feel like I've talked about stuff, and as I've talked about it, I've thought, "Oh, hang on a minute," and then listening like to you. Yeah, listening to you yeah. too, definitely. You know, it's it's something that goes on a lot, and it's you know, not it's not necessarily you know a huge part of our yeah, yeah, lives yeah. that we like it's not like sleep over yeah, exactly but it just as tom said you find yourself in situations going hold on a minute hang on a minute yeah. or, or how did i end up here and you know yeah, man. on sunday at seven o'clock in the morning and you know it's <laughs> yeah. kind of one of those things yeah Cute. okay thank you okay. thanks mom thank you. Bye. Bye.